This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. You know, isn't it interesting how the left or sinister twin is invariably the evil one? I had this theory that, wait a minute. Hugo Scar is on the wrong side. He couldn't have been the evil left twin. That means the evil twin is, and always has been, Bart. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Spooky. <laughs> Holy shit, we're back. That's that's the theme song that I'll put in. Yes. The, the, the Halloween one. Cool. Very good. Yes. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood today. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I can tell. It's great. I'm really into it. Uh welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Uh my name is Greg. My name is the Reaper. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> He's playing. Yes, 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 yes. You see, it's Only funny four because years. it's both a joke that I've done a lot of, and it references the very episode we just watched. It's true. Someone and in the end credits, the landing. <laughs> Someone in the end credits of this episode is just credited as the Reaper, which is awesome. And we weren't 100% sure which cast member it was referring to. I think to. you were right. I think, I think it's probably here. I think it right? was, but I don't know. Does uh, Hank Azaria come first before Harry? I mean, in the I don't credits? remember. I actually can probably find out right now, yeah, but you, you do some probably. some other stuff. Okay. Well, um, we are back after a season-long hiatus. The uh, season, oh. Well, the summer. The summer, the summer season. season yeah. not, not a season of t- no, television. No, not, not a season of television, which, as we all know, lasts from September to June, mm-hmm. if you happen to be or lucky like a enough. a season of hockey. Yeah. October to May. That's right. That's right. Oh, can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. Can't wait. It's oh, coming yeah. back. We're, we're looking forward to it. I am back in Calgary for a little while, uh, long enough to bank a whole bunch of episodes, which you'll see that we've been trying to do over the course of the past couple of weeks. So this is going to come out weekly in a very, very perpetual state, very predictable. So we're back. We're going to be doing this. Season eight. Here we are. Our guest is, of course, our resident horror expert, Dr. Ryan Reese. Pleasure. As always, <laughs> it's very good to have you. Thank you for clearing your busy schedule and canceling many appointments. Oh, yeah. People are so mad at me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we know we only have you for a certain amount of time a year, and we like to set it aside for this particular time. Mm. This episode that we just, that we're talking about today is Treehouse of Horror 7, which means, um, well, Ryan. You, you get to talk about all things horror. And I'm hoping to talk a little bit more than just about what we saw on The Simpsons today. I'm, I want to talk to you about Midsummer and get, oh, your, get your thoughts on that, get on, into that on record. Whoa. Um, just well, be, excuse me, Midsummer. Um, you can pronounce it both ways. Thank you. 
Nope. Thank yeah. you, Ryan. <laughs> that came from Ari Aster's mouth. <laughs> always, always have my back. Not what I've heard. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the doctor. <laughs> uh, so, Ryan. Yes, Greg. Good to have you back. Thank you for having me. Um, this is how many like, you've you've done every single treehouse except for the first one with us. So, mm. just right off the bat. Um, instant reaction. Where does this stand up as oh. far as the other tree houses that you've seen? This was lots of fun. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I I think I enjoyed each segment pretty much equally. Okay. Yeah, I don't like. It's hard for me to tell what would be like a lesser <laughs> segment as compared to the other ones. Mm-hmm. Like, but uh, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought uh, it was really funny, and uh, yeah, it was like. Maybe not the best one I've seen so far, but it's up there. Like, I had a good time. Flew by. <laughs> awesome. And, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it very much. This, yeah, Treehouse of Horror episodes, um, and the ones that we do, in fact, are like very much a, um, they're, they're, they're rapid fire mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into that, I think we have, um, first, thank you for your initial take. Oh, you, um, you can leave now. Oh, bye-bye. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, I think we have a, a, a couple of um, right. uh, things to get through. Um, <laughs> this isn't a radio play, Ryan. It's a podcast. I'm back. I walked through the door. Because, no, because this was actually the season premiere mm. of, of, the, uh, of this particular season. Do they keep doing this? Is, is it this becomes it becomes more regular. Yeah. I don't know if it's every every year from that, from here on out, but yeah. it's definitely more regular to make the treehouse the premiere. Yeah, I remember after the after the golden years, it's just like this is how we get the ratings yeah. for the season premiere. Is to like they they would even well, it push doesn't it. it doesn't do it now. I know that for sure. Oh really? Okay. Because I know uh, a recent premiere was like a Game of Thrones spoof, right? And uh, one before I think the year before that they did a. Um, that the man who would be dinner or whatever, which is the the weird like Kang and Kodos are actually in oh, okay. u- in universe canon abducting the Simpsons thing. Yeah, that was a big deal. Um, just a quick update on the end credits. Okay, <laughs> uh, I believe it's Yardley Smith. <laughs> Whoa! Because uh, everyone else is in there. Uh, Nancy Hartfright, <laughs> Hank Azaria, yep. Harry Shear is just his name. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't be bothered. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, you need to come up with a fun, a fun credit name." He's like, "No, just put my name in there." It's scary enough. <laughs> what a guy! What a grouch! Um, Dan Castellaneta was uh, a, a weird one. I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, it's, it's just his name backwards, but it, underneath it says "Say three times," <laughs> and so he'll appear. A, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, Ghoulie Kavner, Nancy Hartfright. The Reaper, yep, <laughs> and Kazaria and Harry Shear. So, so Yardley Smith Yardley apparently Smith is the Reaper, is the, Reaper. <laughs> the last person I would expect. Yeah, that's so funny. So, anyway, um, good joke if she wrote it. Yes, and if not, it's terrible. Yeah, it's bad if she didn't. <laughs> it's very bad. <laughs> Jokes are only good yeah. if Yardley writes them. That's right. That's what Greg. That's Greg's stance. Uh, we have some mailbag to get through. Yeah, that's what I want over the summer. Yeah, because this is our season premiere. We've had a, a little bit of an accumulation of our mailbag, and we promised that we would get to them. And this is the time where we're going to do that now. If you haven't been hearing us over the summer that means you're not a patron and that means you missed out on some episodes because we did uh four 
episodes yeah. over the summer. We're trying to do two a month here for pat- pat- patrons. Yeah. Um, we did a Cinepal's Return where we talk a little bit about our uh, summer movies that we watched. We did a couple episodes on the zombie years. And there's a bonus episode out there guest starring our good friend and frequent guest of the show, who I will not name because he's paranoid. <laughs> Uh, but if you're a patron, you know who I'm talking about, and Alan and he review uh, the Yellow Album. I believe his name is Chester Sexsmith. That's right. That's the one. <laughs> or Skylar King. I thought that was Al Jean. Mm. Could be both. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I mean, maybe we got Al Jean for the Yellow Album. Who you know? knows? You'll have to subscribe to find, find out. Find out. Uh, we put him behind we... a paywall. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> would be really funny. <laughs> So we make them bucks. Uh, <laughs> the uh, message we got from uh, John, yeah, uh, quite a while back in June, I wanted to bring up because uh, he did some a uh, uh, some math or some some stat collection for us. Oh gosh, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, did he ever? <laughs> so I remember this. The, yeah. Sorry, this is the first time I'm a, looking at it. Yeah, it was a while, while ago, but yeah. uh, but we, I appreciated this one a lot, and I wanted to talk about it. Uh, so of course we have our ongoing debate about season nine, which of is course. coming up soon now. Mm-hmm. Uh, only one season away. Next everybody. season, get ready for the rumble. Get hype. <laughs> Two bad neighbors bowl. Two bad neighbors bowl. Nine bowl. Uh, so he thinks season ten is a better season. Okay. <laughs> Which I mean, we both agree is it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, the so he rated every episode in the first ten seasons on a scale from one to ten. With just one incredible. Being, uh, there's literally no reason to watch this, and ten being a masterpiece. One to four being shades of bad. Seven to ten being shades of good. And five to six being okay, etc. So, and then he gives the season a score that is the average of the episode scores that it includes. Mm-hmm. So, according to his math, yeah. again, this is all su- like uh, subjective, obviously, mm-hmm. like it's ratings, yeah. as they always are. But, uh, but for his his money, uh, season ten gets a six point seven eight. That's right. Yeah, uh, average with a uh, high episode of Lisa gets an A. Mm-hmm. Low episode of Monty Can't Buy Me Love. I think those are both bad episodes. I mean, me too. <laughs> I'm Lisa sorry. Lisa gets an A is one with the comptroller from Canada, yeah. though. Yeah. So, yeah. you yeah. know. Uh, but season nine, he put at 6.28, the high point being Lisa the Simpson, and the low point being Last Temptation of Crust. I don't like either of those episodes much. I think you like Lisa the Simpson. I think you've told me before you like that no, one. Lisa the Simpson Gene. Which one's Jean. that? Simpson Gene. Oh, yeah. No, I like that yeah, one. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. I think, and I think from my recollection of season nine, that probably is the one I dislike the least. Okay. Still not a fan, but uh, it feels more Golden, golden Age era Which for one's me. The Last Temptation of Crust? I believe that is the one where Krusty stops, like starts doing stand-up again and then quits or whatever. Cause oh, with does, the Canyon Arrow. That, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that, that one. right. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think I like that one more than I, I like. Jay Leno guest stars in that one. Yeah, I think it's really funny. Mm-hmm. He drove a dump truck of money <laughs> up to my house. I'm not made of stone. Um, but interestingly, so from between seasons one through ten, yeah, uh, season one is rated the lowest average, and season nine is second lowest. So, yeah. You know, I know where he point, stands. Point Alan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John, you you put yourself into Alan's column on my little <laughs> Word document, the little spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's not a spreadsheet. It's just a Word document. It's, it's a two-column Word document. <laughs> Post-it note would do just fine too. It would. I'm gonna put it on the wall. Okay, great. Yeah, right That's next to idea. our Val Kilmer filmography. Mm-hmm. 
Listen to the Cinema <laughs> Season 7 is his high his high se- highest season was 9.12. I, I think that's a great choice. Yeah. Um, I like that he uh, ranked Mother Simpson an, a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, well done. And I also like that a lot of these <laughs> seasons, I think, are weighed down by having clip shows. Oh, yeah. Because the lowest rated ones for most of them are the clip shows. Yeah. yeah. Which makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he kind of attributes the Golden Age to season two until season 10 with uh, his memory erasing about half of season nine. Um, hit and miss like season two, but just a bit worse. So for the spreadsheet, bad season. Yep. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's he's going to keep going forward with uh, Zombie Simpsons. So uh, please, if you're still ranking them and going through the seasons, keep sending them in. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Maybe, you know, every five seasons you complete maybe. I don't know. So we have a bunch to talk about. Yeah, I'm sur- I'd am be surprised if you made it through season 11. That'd be impressive. <laughs> That'd be very impressive. It's very bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we definitely appreciate that. Uh, I think that's a lot of fun. So, uh, Godspeed. When he wrote this, his next episode was EIEI Doe. Yeah. So, listen to our <laughs> Zombies Simpson episode on that one if you want to know all our thoughts about that. Uh, moving on, we also had a couple emails from Samantha. Mm, yes. Um, who at the time, in back in July, uh, was just starting the episode or the podcast, and I guess in episode eleven we said we would be doing season ten in twenty twenty. Oh my we were, god! We were off a little bit, but we were pretty close. Yeah, wow, <laughs> we're very close. I mean, at that time, I think we were still expecting to do two or three episodes a podcast. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. didn't. Uh, well, who knows? Well, we'll go back to it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For season ten, for sure. Yeah. Just to. Get it out to, of the way. To finish up <laughs> to to end on a bang, as, yeah. as it were. Ed strong, you oh, know. Boy. Burn out, <laughs> burn out. It's better to burn out than fade away. Yeah, but then she also messaged later with some questions. I love mostly these. for Greg. Yeah, they're great. Uh, because Greg mentioned that Green Day is one of his favorite pop punk bands. Yeah, and uh, and they're one of uh, Samantha's favorite bands as well. So she wanted to know what Greg's favorite album of theirs is. Mm-hmm. So, Greg, what would you say is your favorite Green Day album? Well, I had a lot of time to think about this over the summer. Uh, Did you I, re-listen to them all? Well, I re-listened to a few of them. Okay. Um, oh, my God. I can't wait for this answer. <laughs> uh, I'm so excited. Honestly, it's 21st Century Breakdown. I love that record. I think oh. it's so, so good. It's For the layman me, Yeah, which one's that? <laughs> 21st Century Breakdown is the album that comes right after American Idiot. Gotcha. That's uh, what I so they're in peak, like... Popularity. Um, kind of, they're in peak popularity. They're, this is... Uh, 21st Century Breakdown is, they're, is like, do whatever you want with the album, and it's going to go platinum. they blank check, if you will. If I will, and I will. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and... It's it's a it's a three act rock opera, but unlike American Idiot, which is really not a not a rock opera when you really think about it, when you really break it down, the characters don't have names. For one, there's one named Saint Jimmy and Jesus of Suburbia, and I'm like, uh, and and the Billy, no Trey, no the other one, Mike. (laughs) It's Mike. Yeah, no one cares about Mike Dirt. You know his name. (laughs) As soon as you said it, I'm like, yeah, I remember now. But I mean, Billy Joe Armstrong and Trey Cool. Yeah, those, those are great names. Mike Dern's great. He's, he's weird. A, he's an excellent. Uh, he's an excellent pop ba- bassist. Cool. He's, he's great. Uh, also, really great backup vocalist. Are they still together? Hell yeah. What was their last album? 
Uh, Revolution Radio came out in 2018, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe 2017, but yeah, they're still around. Uh, 100% no one really, no one really talks about him anymore. No, and I think one of the things like that... fallen out of the, the zeitgeist. Yeah, one that. of the things that did that was Uno Dos Tre. Uh, they came out with a trilogy of albums in the same year. You mean the song by U2? I don't Uno dos mean that. Uno Dos Tre. Is that not Vertigo? It's, it's a place called Vertigo. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> but I, I think 21st Century Breakdown is the is is the best one because mm. American Idiot was my favorite album and then 21st Century Breakdown came out and I was like, wow, this is absolutely fantastic. And then going back to American Idiot, it doesn't hold up as well. The songs are very like they're they're very reactionary songs, whereas um 21st Century Breakdown just tells a much more cohesive story, which is probably why a lot of the 21st century songs were taken and incorporated into the American Idiot musical. Mm. Because the American Idiot uh, album is uh, is like a loose concept at sure, best. Sure. But my like may- maybe one of my favorite ones to go back to is Warning. I'll throw that out there. Uh, that's one that I purchased when I was a young lad. It's got Minority on it. Mm-hmm. It's got Deadbeat Holiday on it. It's got the titular track, it's Warning. Got, warning. Warning's a great song. <laughs> uh, Macy's Day Parade is great. Uh, and Misery, one of uh, Green Day's uh, best Misery songs. Misery is what I feel. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> You're not around. That's the one. So I can't heal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's... the Moffats? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. I just remembered that just now. <laughs> That's my answer. Okay. Now the world knows. You yeah, know the, you know the Moffats. Uh, I don't know. How do you feel Canadian, about that? Canadian band, the Moffats. I don't think it would. What's have your mattered. favorite Moffats album? My favorite Moffats album. <laughs> we'll save that for my podcast. <laughs> my favorite one is Moffats Two. Um, good. They question. have. I'm gonna see if they have more than one album. <laughs> <laughs> the Moffats. I would. I would be shocked if they did. Um, but yeah, what do you what do you feel about that answer? I was re- I think I would be happy with whatever you said. I just I you know I've asked this question in my head so many times, and I've asked you directly, but you've never given me like a straightforward answer. So, so yeah, just to to both of you, try and guess how many studio albums the Moffats have. Okay, this is a fun game. All right. <laughs> uh, when did uh? Can you give me a uh? When when did their first one come out? Uh, ninety four. And when did their most recent one come out? Are you willing to give me that? Uh, 2000. Okay. 94 to 2. I would say they have six. Ryan? Three. Five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Price is Right rules, Ryan wins. Yeah! Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I believe it's uh, you fair. Overbid. I believe it's fair to um, tell me beforehand <laughs> if we're playing by those bullshit rules. <laughs> well, we always are, Greg. <laughs> you should know that by now. I'm so happy. Ba, 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 da. Uh, that's insane. I thought they had one album. <laughs> I thought that too. That would make more sense. Uh, so It's a Wonderful World is their first album for some reason. Their second album is called The Moffats. Nailed it. <laughs> their third album is A Moffat's Christmas. Oh, gross. So they gotta... really only have four albums. <laughs> uh, their fifth, or sorry, uh, fourth album is Chapter One, A New Beginning. That was their, them trying to come back, I right, guess. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then their last album, uh, Submodalities. What? That's them trying to grow up by <laughs> bringing on a, a, a $5 word. Oh, <laughs> man. It's like Quadrophenia. They got an EP <laughs> called Chapter 2. 
Chapter two, let's try after this again. Chapter one. <laughs> chapter one released in May of 98. Chapter two released in November of 98. Or wait. Chapter two was released in 2018. <laughs> what? There's a new Moffitt's album? It's an EP. Oh my God. Oh, they're God. trying to come oh, back. Oh man. I I misread it because I just assumed it would be 98. And then I'm like, nope, that's 2018. Wow. That is 20 years later. Wow. Okay. We should do a Moffitt's podcast. Anyway. Oh, boy. Good for them. <laughs> I mean, so, I'll produce it. You, they'll be you, so you, happy. You, I'll, I'll release it. You do it on your own, man. I bet you we could get them. Uh, I just love the, the lyric. Uh, got Mona Lisa by my side. What's the story with that devious smile? I mean... Do, 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 do. <laughs> that's like... That's that's like grade twelve lyrics right so there. Good. It's the best lyric ever written. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's been voted by Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> Greg, Samantha also wants to know, why don't you like Follow Boy? Oh, great question. <laughs> <laughs> um mostly because when I went and saw them, yeah, I've seen them live. Um <laughs> they were opening for Blink one eighty two on their uh reunion tour. Um, back in 2009, I believe. So I went and saw them. Uh, the All American Rejects opened for them, and I missed that. And then Follow Boy, Fall Boy played, and they sounded terrible. Um, so I'm not huge on bands that I don't that that don't sound good live. So that kind of means I'm a hypocrite because Blink 182 sounds like shit live. Uh, but I still like them. Sure. But I also just, I'm not a fan of their particular brand of pop punk. I don't, like, harbor any ill will towards them. I just don't particularly like them. You know, sometimes I get them confused with Panic at the Disco. Yeah, you should. Okay. <laughs> Panic which at one, the Disco Which is... one did the uh, Sugar We're Going Down swinging? Do you know? I think that's Panic, isn't it? No, it's Fall Out Boy. Oh, that's Fall Out Boy. Ryan's our Fall Out Boy expert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little known. <laughs> it, that, that they sound like it sounds like Panic at the Disco. Who Go sounds da, a little bit? Da, 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 oh yeah. Now yeah, no. no, he would have thrown in definitely more notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Panic at the Disco would have been like all over the place, and it's like seventeen notes in one little bar. I mm. chime in with the haven't you people ever heard of? Just like that. Closing the goddamn door. No. <laughs> it's a radio <laughs> play. So. Damn you. <laughs> Shouldn't have put him near the door. <laughs> Next time he sits there. Where he can't touch anything. Yeah. This is gold. No. People yeah. We'll love it. It's, uh, uh, it's audio gold. Thank you to everyone who messaged us. Uh, please continue to do so. We love it. Greg. Mm-hmm. We have something important to talk about. What's that? Simpsons Newsreel 2019. Oh boy, oh boy. Let's do it. There was a death in the Simpsons cast. Yes. Over the summer. Yeah. Uh, Rusie Taylor, who, Ryan, you may know as the voice of Minnie Mouse, Don't passed away. I definitely didn't know that, but... Yeah. I, sorry, sorry, oh. to, sorry to break this to you live. And the but, voice, but of oh. course, for for our purposes, she's uh, known mostly as the voice of Martin Prince in the Simpsons world. Uh, I'm just going to run down a couple other voices that uh, she's done over the years. Uh, so of course, Martin Prince, Sherry and Terry, as okay. well. Uh, Wendell, oh really? Little little Wendell who likes to puke. Yeah. <laughs> um, Uter, 
of course. The that ger- makes sense. The German. That's just that, that's just Martin with a German accent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ian, uh, I guess, was a character in Bart the Genius. Okay. That's season one, so don't remember. Uh, Lewis, she occasionally voices Lewis. Okay. That's Bart's friend. Um, they have Martha Prince, which I believe is his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, Sydney Swift, which is a name I don't recognize. Uh, and then apparently voiced Lisa Simpson in an episode called Moonshine River, which I'm going to just like kind of look into right now because that's very confusing. That is very confusing. Um, it's the uh, first episode of season 24. <laughs> was Yardley Smith just Eps- not available? It was dedicated to Andy Williams. Andy Williams? And we're not stopping here. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> uh yeah. Um so yeah, apparently she voiced Lisa in this episode, or maybe there's I don't know. I guys, I don't care about these episodes that much. So <laughs> uh but yeah. Uh I just wanted to uh yeah, bring that up. Uh she she just died recently. Um it was in July, end of July, July twenty sixth to be precise. And um yeah, definitely outside of The Simpsons, she's most known as the voice of Minnie Mouse, and um, she's been doing Minnie Mouse since 1986, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, and she also voiced uh, Huey, Dewey, Louie, and Webby in the original 1987 DuckTales series. What? Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Goodness. They have four different people doing that now. Yeah, well, <laughs> they don't. they don't just, like, alter it to duck mode. Like they did, like they did back then. It's That's like, a good point. Like, yeah, anyone can be Donald Duck. We'll just make it duck mode. It's like, an, it's like a switch on their soundboard. Just turn it on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, she will be missed. Uh, she was. I, I like Martin a lot as a character. Yeah. I think he's very. Um, he's very funny. He's very funny. He's the. You know. He's the the dweeb. Or is he, would you call him a geek or a nerd? All of it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this is, we, we kind of talked about this, I think, on our um, Patreon episode that some people may have already heard about, but this is what's going to happen Yep, with the show. They're going to start dying. Boy, oh, get ready. And then you're going to need to figure it out, Al Jean. Yep. Or maybe Disney will make that choice for you and just cancel your show. Yeah. Which we all hope they do. <laughs> which we all pray they will. <laughs> Because then maybe someday we can finish this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, until then all onward. guns blazing, onward uh, into the distance. Because we're talking about a Treehouse of Horror episode. We sure are. This is Treehouse of Horror 7, which is the first episode of season 8. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, all directed by Mike B. Anderson. And it's got three credited writers, as as is the, the usual case. Uh, Thing and I, written by Ken Keeler, The Genesis Tub, written by Dan Greeny, and Citizen Kang, uh, written by David X. Cohen. Oh. Oh. Futurama fame. Was he X. Cohen by now? He was. Really? Yes. Interesting. Uh, Original air date, October 27th, 1996. Great. 1996? October 27th? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to release this in September. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're not too worried about keeping with the uh, the date. Yeah, after they when started come, doing this, they, yeah, once yeah. they push back the premieres, so we so got late. lucky with season seven. Yeah, and it's over now. It's, it's all it's all over. Yeah, we want to we want to. Well, there's no Christmas episode this season. That's true. So we'll have a break know, around there. We don't need to worry about that. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, in January, I'll be in England. So there's that. <laughs> Alan's just shaking his head. I don't know. I really don't know, guys. Stop leaving. <laughs> I'll also be in, in Banff all, uh, all December. You already told me that. But I want to say it again. Well, so you don't forget. I'm I'm never going to forget. No. I will never forgive. I will never forget. <laughs> I'm getting uncomfortable. <laughs> I wonder if we'll do I wonder if we can do the You know what? Let's talk. I'm going to where why why are you going to London? Is it to visit Allie? Mm-hmm. Or is it just for fun? It's both. Okay. I'm going to crash it. We're okay. going to do a live podcast in London about the Sherry Bobbins episode. Let's plan it. Let's plan it right now. Holy you have shit. me on record. Holy shit. Um, that would be so fun. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fun. Oh, man. People go to things in London. <laughs> like, they'll just go to things and they don't even know what the hell it is. So it's like, if we say, like, live, they have a podcast festival in London. It's going on this month. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and people just go to podcasts mm-hmm. in places that, you know, that people live. Yeah. And it's not fucking minus 40. <laughs> celsius uh eight months of the year so you can actually like go out like it's shit day out but i'm going to see some live theater tonight that episode's definitely going to fall around that time oh boy (laughs) so this actually might happen (laughs) (laughs) now to be fair i'm not necessarily saying we do a live one Uh i'm just saying we record one there right right because i'm going to go there right and find you since you keep leaving me. Right. <laughs> could go for a walk in Hyde Park. <laughs> I've never been to Europe. And record Greg. an episode there. It's about time. Oh, you must go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really quite neat. Summer on the continent and all that. <laughs> It'll be wintertime. Hmm? It'll be wintertime. Oh, right. Yes. Um, It'll be real cold, wouldn't it? Uh, is it colder there? Where? Where? What is its? Uh, 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 what do you call it? Longitude? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? Uh, I, uh, is it, it more it, north than us? No, okay. no, no. Uh, well, that's that's why I'm always confused because the, the the Earth is flat. You see? Yeah. And, <laughs> and when you roll the map, why out... why else would you have maps? <laughs> <laughs> Europe looks like it's on a similar plane to Canada, yeah. but. Sometimes it looks more north, but like certain places are more south. Sure. I don't know. Well, I mean, like I don't know where I it. am. Like if you go further yeah. north, uh, and they get snow. Cool. I'm not sure if they still do in London or not. You ever been to Iceland? Uh, no, but I know two people who have been. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Only two. <laughs> You're so well traveled. <laughs> you know so many fun people. You know people who have been places. Wow. <laughs> When I talk to someone and we're like, where have you been? They say Australia. I put a little pin in the map. <laughs> as if now I know been someone there. who's been there. Yes. And now I could live through them vicariously. <laughs> mm, my memory robots are on the way. <laughs> memory robots. Yeah, it's a thing. Okay. I'll put it in the back of your head. It's All like right. the Matrix. Anywho. Yeah. Um, that that sounds like some science fiction nonsense, which uh, is a, a kind of a segue into uh, Treehouse of Horror because this sure. is a this this particular episode does lean a little bit more heavily on science fiction than, than horror than horror. Yes, uh, I would say the first. 
Let's start first, with the first one's the closest to yeah. a, to a classic horror. Let's start with the first thing. segment, uh, The Thing and I, mm-hmm. which uh, is obviously a reference to The King and I and John Carpenter's The Thing or the original The Thing or the story The Thing, whatever. Or the, you want to do. the Broadway musical based on The Thing called The Thing. The and Thing I. or the <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead remake The Thing, mm-hmm. um, which is actually a prequel. Yeah. So you don't have to come in and chime in and correct me. I corrected myself, Ryan. Thank you so much. I'm so glad you Ryan's did. a big fan of The Thing. He's a huge fan of The Thing. Mm-hmm. One yeah. might say the biggest fan. We went and saw The Thing in theaters together, but had to sit in what opposite thing? areas. Hmm? What thing? The film. Mm. <laughs> the 80s one. Yeah. The Kurt Russell version. Oh, yeah. oh the film The Thing. The film, yes. <laughs> I thought we were just talking about some weird thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's in my hand. <laughs> Like, how'd you see this in theaters? <laughs> I threw it at the wall. <laughs> I found it in a bathroom at a theater. And I've kept it ever since. It's been growing. No. So oh. Hey, that would have been a good segue for the next one. Too yeah. bad we're on the first one. <laughs> uh the thing, Ryan, you love that movie. I do. You dressed up as uh Kurt Connors uh for <laughs> For Halloween, yep, I which did. I believe is the character's name in that film. <laughs> Turns into a lizard at some point, I think. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> I think you're the bigger Thank fan you. of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for yes-ending me. Uh, the <laughs> now, uh, this... Uh, oh, actually, this is what I wanted to ask. <laughs> if, if, if we were to write... <laughs> a Broadway musical called The Thing and I <laughs> based on the film The Thing <laughs> great idea or best idea <laughs> I think that clearly combines so many wonderful influences in a totally non-problematic play in the, in the first play <laughs> that uh, it would just explode yeah. on Broadway yeah everyone would love it it would be uncontainable <laughs> Yeah. We'll get Kurt Russell to play his character again. The King of Siam. That's right. Um, <laughs> who's trapped in a desolate uh, the Arctic, Arctic in the Antarctic yeah. Yeah, wasteland. And he's in, a, he's in a base and people are like, what's the king doing here? <laughs> like, oh no, a monster. It could be any of us. Yeah. It's definitely not definitely, the king. Definitely not the king. He's, he's really decked out. Protect the king. That's, that's, uh, that's how the movie works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Guys, sounds right. I think we're going with best idea. <laughs> uh, but this 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 particular segment has nothing to do with the thing or with the king and I. Um there's some eye eyes in there. Sure. The um the the this six. is this is the Hugo. Fish heads. Yeah, fish heads, fish heads. Come get your fish heads. Uh this is the Hugo wait, one. Wait, hold on. Hmm? Do you know the song Fish Heads? Sure. How does it go? Fish heads, fish heads, come and get your no, fish it's heads. <laughs> come and get your fish heads. Yeah. No. One for a dollar, two for two, three gets you more than that. <laughs> One for a dollar, two for two. Yeah. So you didn't really need to say that because it's already one for a dollar. Yeah. And then three dollars gets you more than that? Yeah. More than two? Yeah. How many? Three? Yeah. <laughs> well, it keeps going. That's kind of the refrain. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great episode. <laughs> fish heads, fish heads, come and get your fish heads. 
<laughs> no, like I'm, a guy in a marketplace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I've never. Roly poly fish heads is the line. Uh, yeah. Okay. I've never. I'm, uh, it's what, a real song. What, what's it from? Uh, it's a, like a novelty song. It's oh, okay. Old novelty song. Yeah. By. Uh, I have the name here. I was waiting for the reference desk. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. We'll 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 leave it for the reference. No, I'm already desk looking then. it up. It's by Barnes and Barnes. Barnes and Barnes. It was before he changed his last name to Noble. <laughs> He diversified, started yeah. selling books. <laughs> <laughs> or it was uh, a husband and wife team, uh, Barnes and Barnes, mm. and then they divorced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're like, we could do a bookstore. <laughs> so yeah. she, she went back to her maiden name, which is Noble, noble. Yeah. Um, which is a noble thing to do, mm-hmm. also her name. How many, how many off the rails can we do this time? <laughs> this is a big one. You're in a mood. It's wonderful. <laughs> This has been in a this lot. Is, I, I had a long week. I feel like this is this <laughs> must be what it's day like off to finally. Yeah, this must be this what it's like to have a podcast with me. That's <laughs> wild. <laughs> it's just wild. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, but th- this this particular segment is actually a really good one because it takes place entirely in the house, which is take a drink every time Greg tries to get things back on track. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm really trying. This is you're doing great. This is really I, strange. I just think it's funny. <laughs> I never that do we've this. Switch roles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Sorry. So yeah, it's a it's a Alan's the evil it's twin. A, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah. I've been the evil twin all the along. entire time. Don't act Don't so, shocked. so shocked. Um. Uh, that's actually like that's one of the things I about this segment that I like is the kind of and I don't know Twilight Zone esque kind of thing you know where it's like kind of a twist ending mm-hmm. and like I I like that idea of um, what you thought you knew was wrong both for the kids in the episode right when they thought they were the only children for so long turns out there's a one living in the attic for ten years. Um, <laughs> and they just discovered it now. It saved so, our like, That's pretty. That, Homer and Marge did a pretty good job hiding it for sure ten did. years, sure and did. suddenly they're getting sloppy. Um, but then also the the twist at the end is like what the adult figures thought they knew all along was wrong, and so I like that uh, twist uh, concept. And pretty much every single segment. Yeah, all three segments in this one have like a an interesting like oh, what now? Very Twilight Zone esque endings to yeah. all of them, I'd say. Yeah, uh, it's what I always appreciated about the Goosebumps books when I when I was growing up. I hated that. <laughs> I hated that shit. I was just like, just let it go back to status quo. Just ha- give me a give me a goddamn ending, R.L. Stein. <laughs> but it's spooky. Spooky. Ooh. You know Her what else is actually a flower? You know what else is spooky? Mm-hmm. It Chapter 2. I just saw that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spooky? I haven't seen it yet. Spooky? It's way too long. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, would Stephen work King. better Stephen as King. A, Would work better as one movie. Then it'd be longer, Greg. <laughs> yeah, it'd be five and a half hours long. If you're going to go for it, go for it. <laughs> They're making a supercut, apparently. That's... Ex- oh, fuck everyone. Um, <laughs> was everyone that you were going to do? No, this is the first thing that I goddamn said as I walked out of the goddamn movie theater. I walked out of the theater and I was like, that movie was fine, but I was like, I was like, it was fine at best, but you know what would be better is if Warner Brothers released on home video a fucking 
five and a half hour version of this movie that integrated it and put it into the structure of the novel itself where the adult and child storylines are running parallel to each other and they're doing it aren't they i don't know <laughs> did you lie to me just now <laughs> It's just, it's just rumors and hearsay. It's the internet talking. I me. started it. <laughs> Why must you fill our podcast with office lies? with lies? <laughs> you, oh, you invited me on. No place for this. <laughs> oh boy, you make me furious. This is just a tailspin that keeps going on and on. DJ Tailspin. Hey, hey. <laughs> Ducktails. <Ooh>. Woo. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not Tailspin. Hmm? That's a different. It's a different show, is it? Yeah. <laughs> You've said this like three times. <laughs> Just because Lunchpad McQuacks in both, hmm? <laughs> which is, I mean, to be fair, very confusing, yes, especially as a child. Uh, I'm like, wait, is this in the same world then? <laughs> and they never address it. <laughs> and then he's in Darkwing Duck as well. Sure is. And Gizmo Duck, I think, he shows up. Crossover in dark, appeal. Dark Tales. Dark Tales. Dark Tales. Take off my dark tales. That's the, this is getting out of the, hand. The, 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought you thought you were gonna be in like ten minutes in and out. You yeah, thought I'm sweating like, like oh, I, I can leave crazy. my fucking shoes on. I'm Get like your afraid, shoes off. I'm afraid to shit. say anything to keep this guy. <laughs> <laughs> just spin us out. The hell do you else? think this is? The we're here for five hours, <laughs> and I edit it down. <laughs> <laughs> then I release a supercut. That's right, <laughs> where it runs in parallel, like uh-huh. they should have. Yeah. You know, yeah, like. Like we all want cinema to be. Yeah. Five and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like my nightmare. It's, it's a horror movie. Oh, okay. yeah. then great. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun. I'm buying a ticket. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, it's, it's like an appropriate time. It's a, it's a Halloween episode. We can talk about horror movies. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all. Cool. Um, we, we usually do a uh, favorite joke segment in... For for each segment, for each one. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to bring attention to the way the animators and the director of this uh, of this episode animates this particular segment, making the house very scary. Mm-hmm. Like mm. this was one of the more effective Halloween episodes that I had seen growing up as a kid because it was one of them that actually scared me. This segment, this specific, yeah, this segment specifically was like, it was like, oh, it's the because it's the shadow and like mm-hmm. the Hugo, sh- the Hugo silhouette is grotesque mm-hmm. and yeah. a little bit like and, and otherworldly, yeah. And they do a really good job of keeping him and, and like keeping it a secret for a while, keeping it a secret for a while, and like with the, all the bones and the fish heads and the bucket and the loose chains and everything and like the the. And you just see him in silhouette, and the kids running away, and how the 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 attic seems to stretch on forever, mm-hmm. and the just just really great horror shading yeah. of uh, of the particular background cells. They use the attic in in that way in uh, Bart of Darkness as well, when Lisa's hiding up there. And oh, sure do, yeah. I guess it was was it Flanders? It was, uh, yeah, it was Flanders, uh, attic. Flanders attic. Yeah, but but same kind of uh, aesthetic. Yeah, I'd say they're good at making their attics spooky. Yeah, spooky attics. Ooh. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, scary. So what was, um, <laughs> what was your favorite jokes in this segment? Because <laughs> I want to move on. <laughs> oh, we've we've talked so much about this, this segment, though. I know. All right, Dad. It's time to move on. <laughs> uh, 100% it's Hibbert punching Hugo <laughs> through the frame. I agree with that. It's become yeah. a meme for a reason. Yeah. It's so funny. Just Hibbert's face. Is so like just 
it's like, I don't know how to describe it. It's not it's not like nonchalant, but it's just it's it's straight. Like he's just very serious. Mm-hmm. Bam. <laughs> he punches him. And like <laughs> Hugo's reaction too, where it's like, you haven't even seen your your face in the mirror. He holds up just a picture frame, I guess. He had an empty picture frame lying around. And he's like, he's like, oh, you know what? You're right. And he like sets down his his tools and walks over. <laughs> it's just like the timing, how long it takes for clearly him. Like, at what point did he realize this isn't a mirror? <laughs> right not before he gets it was, punched. Yeah, not until it was too late. You know, the it's old so picture frame it's trick. It's so good. It's so funny. <laughs> was that yours? Oh, one? yeah. that was. Yeah. I laughed so hard during that. That was definitely a standout. Mine's pigeon rat. <laughs> I like also, how proud he is of it. Yeah. No, it's easy. Look, I made a pigeon rat. And then the then the follow up to it is yeah, like well, the, the joke pigeon is rat is a pigeon rat. abomination of yeah. na- nature. It flies, runs into the window, falls down. Rat tries to go into the wall. Pigeon bugs its head. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, it just lies down. It just, just lies like, down. Well, that's it. That's I, it for me. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I tried. We both tried. Yep. Yeah, it's over. It's not happening. It's all over. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's great. I like that he called it a pigeon rat. Mm-hmm. Not a rat pigeon. <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't sound as good. Yeah. Pigeon Rat sounds better. He, yeah. he probably workshopped it. Yeah. <laughs> Writer's room. <laughs> he had been in the Punched attic for 10 years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get a good punch up gone. Um, so, do we want to move on to the next segment? <laughs> sure. Where sci-fi really takes over? Yeah, the Genesis tub. This is always a fun little uh, little trope, like a... like. Like a very basic thing happens to a little experiment, mm-hmm. and it like just creates bleh. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's very sci- like that. Yeah, that, that concept is very sci-fi. Yeah, very yeah. much. Uh, kind of reminds me a little bit of the fly in that it's like, look at what technology hath wrought. <laughs> Even though it's just a little static cling. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think in the fly, like the movie The Fly, if he went in and there wasn't a fly, would he turn into some kind of like? Dust mite? No, he would have just teleported. Hmm. How come the dust mites don't have DNA? <laughs> I don't know. Ask David Cronenberg. <laughs> I will. Good. I don't think it does. Tell me what he effective. says. Get him on the on the phone. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, David. <laughs> I'm very tempted. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings it back to the Simpsons. It does. Yes. Well done. Uh, well done. I'm you. I'm proud of you. No, you're not. No. <laughs> Don't lie to me. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Had enough lies over here. Ah, uh, yes. He's lying to you now. <laughs> Ooh. So the Genesis tub occurs when Lisa tries to prove that tooth a tooth can be dissolved by a Buzz Cola, which mm. we all know is accurate. And Bart comes in with a little mm, balloon so, attached to his head. So uh, anti-cola, big anti-cola yeah. has got to you too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you, you got it all wrong. <laughs> Yeah, you better run. <laughs> and um, Bart comes in, uh, shocks Lisa. Lisa, in turn, shocks her little tooth. And uh, Buzz Cola. Creates life. And electricity, yeah, create life. Overnight. Well, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the important thing to talk about with this segment, why has the waffle iron been in the shop yes, for so let's, long? Let's talk a bit. Let's talk mm-hmm. this through. Mm-hmm. Um, this is maybe the this is my favorite joke yeah. in the whole segment is when she's like, "I've created life." 
Lisa, breakfast. We're having waffles. Ooh, waffles. <laughs> and just runs down the... Immediate. Yeah. Back to little girl yeah. mode. It's so great when they let her do that. And I want to mention in the previous segment that they that Lisa is introduced that way with cat. Snowball in mm-hmm. the in the little bonnet. And Excuse me, Snowball 2. Snowball 2. Uh, little bonnet and little booties. Yep. Very, very cute. <laughs> very much something a, a brilliant eight-year-old would do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, and it did remind me of the later episode of this season, Lisa's Date with Density. She's trying to impress uh, Nelson, and she says, be the baby, kitty. You be don't understand, baby. he loves doing this. Yeah. I love that part in that episode. Yeah, yeah. Not, I, not a great like episode, that, that line, His part. response is, I believe you, I don't care. Yeah. I say that to so many people. <laughs> if they're trying to convince me of something that I have no interest yeah. in. That's the perfect line. Um, I believe you. I don't care. I mean, this is this is why we all have a hard time with relationships, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all three of us definitely have a hard time with relationships, eh, fellas? Glad somebody said Oh boy. Said it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that rig. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're all we're all single, right? <laughs> this is the normal thing for a 34-year-old to be. <laughs> I'm staying in this guy's room. I know that. <laughs> Just saying. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I know what you're saying. Just make sure when you say that, it's to someone who knows where it's from. I mean... You could run into some speed bumps. Counterpoint. All right. If, mm-hmm. as you're proposing, I'm saying this to some uh, paramour. <laughs> okay, yeah. If they don't know where it's from, uh-huh. they're not the person for me. Well, maybe you could be the one to show them. No. All <laughs> right. <laughs> they need to be ready to go. <laughs> I don't need them to learn or grow <laughs> by being with me. Oh, my Jesus. <laughs> oh my I'm perfect, so should they be. <laughs> this is healthy. So... <laughs> Uh, see these Treehouse of uh, Horror episodes are a really good way for us to catch up. You know, that's right. This is a wild one. I'm just—I feel like I'm just witnessing something. Oh, you're a part of it. Um, so I'm not on—I'm not even on any drugs. I wish I was. Wait, what is this? Right, it's the aspirin. That's all. <laughs> My blood is very thin. No, you misread it. It says acid. Oh, it's the brown kind. That's right. <laughs> Did you ever see that? No. What Neil Young that? with Crazy Horse? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's a legendary live DVD out there. Oh. It's a live recording of Neil this Young. Is cocaine? Uh, what? Is this with his cocaine? Or is this something else? Sorry, something sorry, else, sorry. Uh, so um, he's he plays he plays his, a, a live set with Crazy Horse. It's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And about midway through the set, uh, Stagehand comes on and is 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 like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've been having uh, issues with the brown acid. If you're having a bad trip, go to the tent, and we will make sure you have some water and lie down. Those of you who have the brown acid, do not take <laughs> the brown acid. That's amazing. Yeah, it's in the middle of the DVD, and then That's they start so, playing. And yeah. Just like anyway, glad we got that taken care yeah. of. Just like and so like that was like a that was like kind of like a uh, a subculture phrase for a while. The brown acid. It's like don't take the brown acid. Hmm. Interesting. 
That's <laughs> it's like <laughs> uh, if anyone has a uh, to- Toyota Hyundai uh, license plate, blah 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 blah. Your lights are on, and also if you have the brown acid, <laughs> <laughs> apparently it's going to give you a bad trip. So don't take it. Come uh, to the tent if you have. Uh, anyway, uh, twenty minute intermission. Uh, we'll be back <laughs> now. Neil Young and Crazy Horse. <laughs> Oh boy! No, there was apparently a notorious video of Neil Young playing where his like oh that's nose, the last waltz nose is dripping of cocaine or whatever. Yeah, that's the last, the last waltz. waltz. That's, okay. that's Scorsese's the last waltz. It's crazy. Um, horse? I think on the crazy release. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to blow past it. I'm just reading. Didn't work. Right now. <laughs> what are you reading, Ryan's, Ryan? <laughs> Ryan's getting some business work done. He's a busy man. Are we yeah. back? Yeah, we're back. Okay. We're back. Yeah. What are you reading? About the It Supercut. Oh, oh, is that a thing? Uh, It's just hearsay still, but the director really wants to do it, apparently. Good. <laughs> it's clear that he will have a blank check after this. Why? It's going to make all the money in the world. I think so? Oh, hell yeah. It's going to make so much money. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. I'm yeah. just... I Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've heard cha- the reviews are mixed. Chapter so. two feels yeah. like a blank check, if I'm being perfect. Oh yeah, honest. yeah, totally. It, yeah. it really feels it, like the first chapter did very well. Very well. So, I mean, it's in that like you know end of summer, uh, before Oscar territory. That it's the only makes movie. a lot of money if it's yeah. uh, you know like a, a buzz buzzed movie or a horror movie. It's the only movie I've really been jazzed to see since Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> ten out of ten, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. So what do we have to say about the Genesis tub, guys? Well, it's a segment in this episode. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> they did a segment on Love and Robots that's a lot like this episode. Okay. With the, um, yeah, Topher Grace and Mary Elizabeth Wenstead find a civilization inside the freezer and it nukes itself. Oh, gosh. It's, that's how all society goes mm. yeah wow uh and so i hope we go and they 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 did one in rick and morty yes, it was they did. it was a it's the end of season three i think where they're like fighting with the president it's like a very small sub subplot oh, okay because there's also like the he has his like battery universe in rick and morty i guess they've done it three they've times done, they've done like that yeah. kind of idea of like tiny universe yeah and i mean it's teeny verse uh, teeny verse thank you <laughs> The the South Park episode, of course, the the Simpsons did it. Simpsons episode. did it. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. this is this this is one of the main like obviously that whole episode is filled with Simpsons uh, references, but this is one of the main ones. Yeah, because uh, was it Butters as Professor Chaos yep. is basically doing this, and his uh, sidekick General Disarray, of course, yeah. is calling him out on it. That's right. Yeah, um, but it's also based on a Twilight Zone episode. Where uh, it's called the tiny pe- or the little people. Sure. <clears throat> Two astronauts are just like on a you know a remote planet or moon or something just to like repair or something, and one of them finds a tiny universe just like in a little crevice. That's interesting that they had to go to like another planet. To, yeah. To make it <laughs> make bi- it ma- to, realistic. Yeah, make it realistic. Unquote, I yeah. guess. But and then the idea is that uh, astronaut is more like Bart, where he's like kind of an asshole to. He's like, hey, like I'm your god now. Like oh he, do do what I want like build a statue of me he is know? duly appointed yeah and right. then he's and then if they don't do what he likes and he starts like stomping on it on the this the town so that's mean yeah like Bart does with his finger does it end with him getting uh, debiculated <laughs> um I'm not sure I didn't read that far oh okay <laughs> partly partly because I I just wanted to know the premise and not the right the the twist the twist because 
I do really like Twilight Zone, and one day I'd like to watch all of them and not know too much about. Why wouldn't you? They're great. I, yeah. Did you watch the Jordan Peele ones? No. Okay. <laughs> Say it like that. I don't have time for CBS <laughs> All Access. That's bullshit. I'm saving for Disney Plus. Take my money. Fair, fair enough. Mm-hmm. There's moths in my wallet. <laughs> Well, we'll all be working in the sugar mines of Disney I didn't Disney save a goddamn penny because I'm waiting for mouse bucks <laughs> <laughs> to replace currency. Yeah. 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 And they will reward you mouse, bu- mouse bucks on your basis of loyalty. Mm. So how much you have consumed well, up to this Greg, point? Hate to say it. Mm? You haven't seen Lion King yet, have you? I have. No. Oh. <laughs> In theaters. Oh, did you? I've been planning we talk, for this. When we talked about it, didn't we? Didn't you not see it? No, I, I saw it. You just, you know, kind of weren't listening. <laughs> well, you can hardly blame me for that. <laughs> we were talking you about know. Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you just asked me about it. It's, it was a long time ago we did this podcast. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Ryan, what do you think about this segment? It was great. I thought it, I liked it. What is that? A, I want to I want to ask you about um, science fairs, both of you. Oh, have you ever did? Did you do science fairs? Oh yeah, I went to one. You went to one. Yeah, and but I had did. You to. participate? I did. What did you do? Uh, CO two. Go further. Uh, just like yeah, for the layman, what does that mean? Uh, carbon dioxide. Ah yes, okay. <laughs> and di means two oxide. To oxide. Okay. And carbon. Just carbon. Right. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. And how did we... In science? What's yeah. science? It was a trifold. Oh, okay. Of course. And All of the ones I did were trifolds. Oh. Yeah. Yep. And it was... You just like pasted things on it. Yeah. Like, like here's what carbon CO2 dioxide. Is, yeah. Here's why too much is bad. Here's why too little is bad. You didn't get like a CO2 tank? No. And like, you didn't make a model? I like, didn't put a lot put of effort it in, in balloons? <laughs> you know what would have been good? Oh, my God. You bring a paintball gun. God, you, what? Bring a paintball gun. Use CO2 and shoot in, in the tank. Well, no. Oh. You, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. With paintballs. No, it's not. With it's, paintballs. Not even that. It's 2019. Yeah. Listen. Uh, <laughs> so? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh... <laughs> But Ryan's a member of the NRA. Oh, right. Um, no, you take the hopper off, mm-hmm. um, and you don't shoot people with paintballs. You just go like bang, bang. Look how look look at what it does because you can see the car- the CO two get shot out of it. So you shoot blanks. You shoot blanks at people. That'd be fun. You should go back in time and do that. Yeah. Okay. Next time around, tell hey. Greg sent you. Uh, honest question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you filled a balloon with CO two, what would happen? I don't know. Like, would it just fill but up what, like normal air? You did the science project. Oh well, I don't remember it <laughs> <laughs> clearly. <laughs> what do you? What do? You, what do we think would happen? I, it's carbon dioxide is, he, it's it's heavier than oxygen, isn't it? Probably. So it would, I know so little about elements. You so guys just talk for a second. It wouldn't float. Yeah, we already were. Just keep going. <laughs> we all float down here. Down here. Um, I don't. Yeah, I I I don't know. I have no idea. Cause like yeah no I just I literally just thought of that because like at the movie theater when I worked there we had CO two tanks yeah and what if like somebody mixed one of those up with a helium tank would it be a disaster well, or would I, it just be like oh they don't float well it it wouldn't yeah 
Yeah, it would. No, that's flow. that's why I was asking. I'm like, it would, it would, it would. That make... could be a fun uh, premise for a short. <laughs> okay, for a, for a horror short. Newsflash. Oh. Okay. When you blow up a balloon uh-huh. with your breath, yeah, you are filling it with CO two. What? Therefore, I'm a CO2 tank? Yeah, you are. <laughs> the entire time. Wow. Newsflash. Newsflash. That was the twist. Idiots. <laughs> I've that's been what... a CO2 tank the that's entire what, time. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, could I carbonate my own soda? I got some water left in my mason jar. You just okay, breathe into that for a while. <laughs> Blow for an hour. I mean, I guess that's what you do when you remember when you used to make bubbles in your chocolate milk. Yeah, I was carbonating it. I remember drinking milk. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Yeah, I do. Oh. When did you stop? Uh, when I like, was. When did you discover? When I was. Uh, you were intolerant. Twenty-two. Hmm. Yeah. So like you had a pretty good run. <laughs> yeah, I had a I had an okay run. I developed a real good taste for cheesecake though, which was mm, the problematic. I, it's the thing I miss the most, mm. really, when we're really talking about it. I love cheesecake. Thank they you. have dairy. Yeah. Fr- they must have yeah. dairy free cheesecake. They do, Probably but not at like good. a cheesecake cafe. Oh, usually. I think they might be changing that now because you know, like the vegans are like the culture is changing themselves into the culture into the world. is literally changing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I yeah, feel a little, little bit bad when I eat joke. like a steak now. Oh, what? Why? Just a little bit. Well, because it's ruining the world. Well, now who's the liar? <laughs> I said a little bit. <laughs> you feel bad about eating steak? A little. I don't believe Not that enough to I stop. I don't that for a second. Are you kidding? Not enough to stop. It's delicious. <laughs> I haven't eaten a steak uh, in almost a year. Metal? Do you want one? I have one. I don't want one, no. Here's a little Do you remember bracelet. my Christmas accident? Hmm? Do you remember my Christmas accident? Christmas yes, <laughs> yes, I do. That's, that's fair. The reason, yeah, that's more than fair. You develop a phobia. Of I it. sure did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Never again. Well, not Big. not a phobia because that's a rational fear. Yeah, that you just have. Yeah. yeah, you you have now. I just don't want to go to the hospital on Christmas Day again. Yeah. What happens next if you get a tracheotomy? A nice scar right on the Ooh, middle boy. of your throat. That sounds fun. That would be terrible. Then I wouldn't be able to do this podcast. Favorite joke? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite joke is Bill Watson. I live in the clock building. <laughs> <laughs> does he say clock building or Clark building? Oh, that's a good point. I I literally until this day just assumed it was clock building. But you think it might be Clark? I think it might be Clark. Mm. Yeah. Let me verify. All right. You tell me your favorite joke. Um, my, my my favorite joke other than the, ooh, waffles. Uh, and then the waffle iron has been in the shop. <laughs> Which is insane. That's so funny. That's so so funny. Is um, the debigulator worked? I love that. And it's like, oh, to mean like to unshrink you, that would require some sort of rebigulator, which is a concept so ludicrous that ah, but not from you, your holiness, with the wrath and the smiting and the hey hey, it hurts me. I think that's very funny. That is uh, the little mini Frank is uh, yeah yeah mini Frank is a he's is a gem a, is a highlight. Yeah. Um, According to uh, Springfield, springfield.co.uk, mm-hmm. it is clock building. Okay. Uh, I thought I heard I don't Clark. know how official that is, but I'm not going to do more research. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I thought I heard Clark this time. I'm yeah. probably wrong. No, I mean, you know, wouldn't be the first time. Uh, no, the- <laughs> I just, lo- yeah. No, I just love the fact that he has to give that information. Yeah, it's so funny. It's, it's meaningless, but it just adds like color to the world. Yeah. The, the civilization that she built. So I just love it. Uh, 
She wants socks too. I'll get it. I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. What a great button. Yeah. <laughs> it's the great last line. It, yeah. yeah. It's the last line of the segment. What Shouldn't a great you button. be groveling? Give me some shoes. Nice ones. <laughs> she wants socks too. I'll I'll get socks. <laughs> So if you're down there, um, if if you if you get un like if you get shrunk and down debigulated, yeah, um, and you and you get put down there, and there's a whole bunch of people who worship you as a god. Are you a benevolent god or a malevolent god? You're saying if I myself, yeah, you, was shrunk you, down you, and you went there. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm lawful good. You know, I'd be a fucking benevolent god. Mm. Yeah, I think you would be a. Um, a reluctantly benevolent guy. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think you would <laughs> resent your station <laughs> deeply. Interesting. <laughs> this says a lot about what you think of me, Greg. <laughs> well, you didn't it's true ask that you for have this. to drag me to every podcast. So, I mean. You didn't ask for it. No, is, true, is yeah. my point yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't ask for it. You get put down there, and you'd be like, "Well, god damn you!" I mean, I would probably, in all honesty, I'd I'd be you know kind and like you said kind of reluctant but i'd also be like all right we need to work on the rebigulator immediately yeah. otherwise you're all gonna die because <laughs> yeah. bart's gonna kill us yeah no you know it's just like a fact of you just shrunk. we're gonna get thrown in the trash because no yeah. one else knows this universe exists you just shrunk your biggest defense yeah your you only fools. defense <laughs> you fools you fools ryan where do you land on the uh on, on the alignment grid for being a god guess Mm, chaotic neutral chaotic neutral probably <laughs> nailed it just yeah. like um i don't care <laughs> i'm just gonna walk around just do whatever i want but not like in a mean way just you know because i can mm. <laughs> you're like hey this guy's being mean to me and you're like yeah whatever eh. leave me alone you're probably not a nice person <laughs> <laughs> First thing I do is get them to remake the rebigulator, mm -hmm. uh, or reverse the, yeah, yeah. the 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 thing. And second thing I do is destroy it when I'm big again. The debigulator or the rebigulator? Both. Oh. And I and I'm like, don't ever do that again. And um, the third thing I do is flush them down the toilet. Oh no. Oh. They crossed me. Oh. How? <laughs> then I go get the gift certificate from Bart. <laughs> Ugh. So I mean, like you'd probably probably be able to get more than a gift certificate if you showed it to like NASA. Oh, that's true. Never mind. <laughs> I show it to NASA, <laughs> and I get two gift certificates. Two <laughs> gift certificate, one to Black Angus, <laughs> <laughs> the other to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> but I want enough to bring all my friends. <laughs> At least 100 tokens each. That's right. Because we all know Dave and Buster's is no fun if you're going alone. <laughs> Who goes alone? Oh, man. Give me a real gift certificate, NASA. You got the money. I would go to arcades alone. Yeah. But I've never been to one of those kind of places alone. No, why would you? No, I, but I was just thinking, because I go to a lot of things alone. Sure. Like, I love being alone. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Once again, single. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I learned that this year. I was like, I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> Being alone, there's a lot to it. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's neat. I like it. I don't have to answer anybody. And everything is faster. It's true. <laughs> Everything's on your schedule. Yeah, it's so you like you. If you're alone, everything is just like you're. Oh, I want to go now. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. And you just go. I I do it. Yeah. You I just, do what I want. You do what you want. It's wonderful. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, last segment. Last segment is Citizen Kang, which of course is a reference to um, Citizen Ruth. Um, what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg documentary. Oh yeah, good one. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I saw the wheels turning. Yeah. Uh, trying to think of something other than the correct answer. That's right. And you nailed it. I just barely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Susan King is a rare, like... The most dated. Dated, yeah. Like, they they took this time, 1996, October 1996, literally a week before the election, and they were like, yes, this is what it's about. This exact date of time. Yeah. (laughs) This However, mm-hmm. lots of it's very relevant. It plays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it surprisingly plays, which I think goes to show that nothing changes and we're all in a spiral. Spiral. Sort of an Ouroboros Cyclical. thing. See, it, it rhymes. rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> we should watch Star Wars oh. together. Obviously. Like, very soon. <laughs> Have you never watched Star Wars together? No, never. We've never watched we don't Star hang Wars out together. We never. Th- when we do, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's true because. Anymore. Well, no, because <laughs> otherwise, it's not a bit. It's not a bit it's because true. otherwise, we're just this. Yeah. Outside of the podcast, and that's very exhausting for other people. Huh. We both know it. Yeah. Basically, people don't like. Imagine if this podcast was just like amplified through speakers throughout the world unwillingly by other people like people don't want to hear this unless they specifically ask for it yeah that's why we put it on the line on, on the internet yeah. and you're just like you can choose if you want to listen to us babble on about bullshit yeah down hit that download button yeah <laughs> smash otherwise, that like and subscribe <laughs> otherwise we're sorry yeah yeah cool so but no we have well you're one of our friends who we hang out with that's true on a semi-regular basis so you know (laughs) that when we're together there's no goddamn off switch it's true it's kind of a bummer yeah it's like (laughs) it's like a torrent it's like drinking out of a fire hydrant (laughs) when you're done you're like okay i guess i'm refreshed (laughs) but i hurt all over (laughs) oh man yeah, <laughs> I didn't want or need any of that. <laughs> uh, the fire department is coming to, to turn it off. Yeah, this episode, this segment starts with Homer and a boat. Fishing. Yeah, I thought that this would be because I, I I I didn't go into this by um, doing any research. <laughs> uh, I wanted to see the segments as they arrived. Because uh, I can never remember what three they'd choose to put together. Uh, and I thought this would have been a good example of Bart is the villain to sort of bring all three of these into oh, some sort of thematic yeah. relevance because that's the first two. Mm-hmm. And then it just is like, oh, third act, by the way, we're going to do a painfully dated <laughs> political satire. It's political satire, which is okay, great. Um, I love it. I think it, it's great. It actually, yeah, it doesn't. The I think the the thing that 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 resonates the most is it doesn't matter who the candidates are. That's the thing, and like that's even something that they state in the episode, right? Yep. Is America know, flips a coin? Yeah. yeah, and that's like every election. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like that's the case because you start with this is almost every democracy. It's mm-hmm. not just America. America is just the worst example of yeah. it. 
every democracy pretty much starts out with a wide range of qualified candidates, semi-qualified candidates, and unqualified candidates. And it's never the person who's the best for it who eventually makes their way to the front. It's the person who wants it most, Mm -hmm. which is the person who shouldn't have it. (laughs) Because that person is mentally unwell. Yeah. Every single time. Mm. A person who wants power thinks they deserve it, and someone who thinks they deserve to tell you how to live your life is a piece of shit. Like Daenerys. Exactly right. Jon Snow was right. (laughs) <laughs> i don't want it that's oh. why you're the best one oh, for it god <laughs> oh god which is also why the, it's weird the, that they made bran the, the king the problem the the no one of the problems no. not just not just the problem but one of the problems <laughs> is that <sighs> I want to hear this, Ryan. Uh, sure. He's said it so many times, mm-hmm. and we know it. And it's like, yeah, he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't want it. And so, like, oh, that means he should. He should have it. But uh, who cares? <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Never mind. Well, all right. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan. I told you. I Ryan was looking forward to it. Ryan you doesn't threw want him this. off his groove. <laughs> Ryan doesn't want this, and, and nobody does. Um, <laughs> Okay. Okay. You I know, fuck, it, like... fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. This the <laughs> John John Snow was right because he's he doesn't want it and he tells us this all the fucking time, and because season eight is gonna go down in history as being so fucking bad. Yep. <laughs> even the good moments, even the really good moments of season eight are going to just be completely forgotten yep. because they're few and far between. And the just like the, lost season five. Just like Lost Season 5. Nobody remembers how good Lost Season 5 was. Because 6 ruined it. Because 6 is bad. <laughs> um, and and John is right. The person who doesn't want it should actually probably be the one. The person who finds it a burden should probably do it. But because Game of Thrones was so ubiquitous and so bad, that's become a punchline. Yeah. Even though it's right. Yeah. You know? I mean, you have you have the responsibility moment... <laughs> to make a good product so that people don't get the wrong message. <laughs> the moment that they're like, hey, "Brand, do you want to be king?" and he's like, "Why do you think I came all this way?" They should be like, "Oh, oh, oh ne- wait, never mind. Wait. No, guys, can we change yeah. our vote? Bring John back." <laughs> <laughs> like that is, oh, I hated that. If it had like revealed, like, oh, like he was the three-eyed raven was like an evil person all along, you know, like cool. That'd be fine. Would have been a great like ending, mm-hmm. I think, and maybe would have like made up for some of the terrible character choices for characters that I loved. If there was a really great twist at the end, like the hold the door twist, yeah, well, just something because like we don't know anything about the three eyed raven, nope, except for what is told to us from characters, and they could be lying. And you can the, put whatever you want. In the it. fact that he's like, I'm the three eyed raven, and blah 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 blah. This is insane right now <laughs> that we're talking about, <laughs> and I hate that we're doing. This. <laughs> Ryan hates it so night, much. We don't know the Night King's evil. That's all I'm saying. No, I know you. You really don't. He could have been trying to spread, like try, try to stop the Three Eyed Raven because he knew the Three Eyed Raven was going to bring death and destruction to the world. What a great twist! Where it's like, oh, the evil ice zombies aren't actually evil, and that's like the point is that the other isn't evil. Sometimes they're trying to do what's right, and you're just too blind to see it. And for some reason, they're just like, nah, they're just the the mindless zombies, and they're all evil, and we killed them all. Now Daenerys is evil too. Let's kill her. And Bran's a nice guy. He's but I king. mean, The Bells is a great episode. No, it's not. So, uh, Citizen Kang, however. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> were you following the 1996 election, Ryan? Somewhat. How old were you? That's none of your goddamn I business. I think you were like <laughs> five. five? Yeah. <laughs> so no, you active. were not. Uh, is the answer? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? I told you to stop lying. <laughs> I'm just owning it now. <laughs> I mean, I would have been 11. So I mean, I didn't give a shit about politics. No, why basically would you? until the 2008 election. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I was never just, I was just never a politics guy in general. I started um, giving a shit about politics in the 2000, in the 2000 election because it was so crazy. Sure. Yeah. With I the mean, recount. I like, I, I knew what was happening and I followed certain things. I just didn't care. I guess that's a bit, but like I cared for 2008. <laughs> I was like, this could be a monumental thing for the world. Okay. Um, but yeah, for this one, like the 96 one. I don't know. I was just like, I, I didn't even know who Bob Dole was when I saw this episode. <laughs> yeah. So, Ryan, mm. I know you have to dash pretty soon mm. here. So, I want to get your thoughts on this particular episode. Okay. How did it work for you? Uh, but this segment. The segment been, was, yeah. uh, <laughs> I laughed the most out of all the other ones, out of, at this one the most. But compared to the other ones, to the other Treehouse yeah. episodes, this one... Is clearly veering off yeah. the track of mm-hmm. even referencing horror films. Well, it's uh, but we just talked about the scariest thing of all, which is a two-party system. <laughs> <laughs> so is it? That's not? no, that's fair. Yeah, political satire. Yeah, horror is different for lots of people. That's true. Yeah, um, and the the whole idea of a um, of the whole like like reptile people. Yeah. Um, and when he rips their heads off, and uh, they look like they even look like the memed reptile people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that can't be a a coincidence, no. right? They have to refer. They have to be referencing <laughs> I, that yeah. that bullshit. Yeah. So um, that's probably where the episode's uh, idea came from. Is like, what if politicians are all lizard people? Which politician right now do you think is a lizard person, Ryan? Andrew Shear. <laughs> Because he has the personality of a wet napkin. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Outstanding. Our next prime minister. Everybody. Yep, that's right. Um, yeah. Canada's Trump. Uh, <laughs> Is he? I don't know. That's what everyone, that's like the misnomer now, or not the misnomer, but the uh, uh, colloquialism now. I already have my election prediction, so. Oh, go for it. Liberal minority, Sharia will be out, and then Jason Kenney will move to become PC leader. Oh, really? That's what I think will happen. That's a big stretch. I agree with you on the liberal minority, though. Mm. Yeah. I think that'll happen. We'll see. Yeah. Anyway. Canadian politics corner. <laughs> Alan fell asleep. <laughs> huh? What? Huh? What? <laughs> I was talking about lizard people and, and um, talking about things I didn't care about. So we got to wrap this up because Ryan's got to go. Uh, I'm going to walk out the door. Yeah. So. Um, Where are you going? Volleyball. Yeah. Beach volleyball. Beach volleyball is this last week? Yeah. Good luck. Thanks. I wish you all the best We're in the wars to place. come. <laughs> what? We're in last place. Oh, great. <laughs> Now's the time to bump up. Woo! So, um, my question for you is, what's your favorite joke in this segment? What is it? Some kind of tube? <laughs> <laughs> Bob Dole's great. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> No, if you gotta go, I you mean, can run. Yeah, if like you, you can actually yeah, leave. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> this time. Thank don't you do so much dumb radio for play. for coming on. Right. Do you want to plug something before you leave? 
Uh, nope. Okay. <laughs> Good. Well, uh, thanks for coming on to our season premiere. Thank you. It was a great time as always. Yeah. Uh, or was it? I, this was. This was a wild this episode. Like being in a washing you tell machine. me, yeah. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> this was like being at a washing machine. That's phenomenal. Thank you for that. All right. I mean, that always terrified me as a kid. <laughs> Is falling into a washing machine? Yeah. Oh. Hey, die. Going out the door. Now. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye, Ryan. Bye. Really great to bye, see you Ryan. again. Take care. See ya. Get home safe. Thank you. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're professionals. Yeah, this is what we do. I believe in you guys. Okay, go. Go, sp- go spike or go, set go or whatever set, you do. Jump, set, spike. <laughs> Win. All right, now that the riffraff is out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what was your favorite joke in this in this segment? I mean, I think it's just the visual of uh, Bob Dole and Bill Clinton oh, dying yeah. in space. <laughs> That's so brutal. That's so brutal. I couldn't believe it when I first saw this episode. I was like, yeah. he killed them accidentally. Yeah. But I think because like also as a kid, I was so fascinated by space. Like mm-hmm. I was like space was, a, I was a big like, you know, planets and sp- spaceships. And <laughs> no one can hear you scream. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, with sci-fi, with a lot of sci-fi, I don't think there was ever really like my, okay. So basically my understanding of like, if you if you as a human were in the vacuum of space, what would happen was always fascinating to me because I never felt I got a clear answer, mm-hmm. you know, uh, whether it be from pop culture, from sci-fi stuff, or just from people who would be like, oh, if you were in space, you would die. I'm like, okay, but like, what would happen? Like, I'm so confused how that would work. And so this, I think this is the first time where I'm like, that seems right. <laughs> and I still have no idea if it is, but you know, it just would make sense to me if it's just like, you'd struggle for a bit and then you'd just be, no, I'm dead. And you just float. There's um, in in the in the television program Battlestar Galactica, that's how they execute people. Just put them into space. Yeah, through the air. Well, it's like Guardians of the Galaxy as well. They have um, that one scene in part two, I think, where they're just like sending people out into yep. the airlock. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, they're just just completely just, just yeah. killing them. Yeah, it's an easy way to do it. <laughs> it's exactly the same as walking the plank. Walking. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know. It's the pirate version, easy, space pirate version. Easy as in, like, low effort on your part, not yeah. easy morally. <laughs> hmm. I mean, like, I think walking the plank is worse because you, mm. like, you might float. Right. And just die. Well, yeah, depending on your, yeah. You'd be like, hey, please help. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drowning. Yeah. Like, shut up. Yeah. You walk the plank. Precisely. You're dead to us. Precisely. So, my favorite joke in this segment is. I, for one, am going to vote for a third party. Go ahead, throw your vote away. I mean, we could kind of talk in general about the political humor, as it were, because okay. I think they're all pretty apt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even today, you know? Yeah. America, America, America flips a coin. That's a fantastic joke. Um, the, <laughs> the uh, I think it's, uh, is it Bob Dole who's like, uh, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Your Earth is doomed. Uh, refreshingly a refreshingly, frank. refreshingly frank response. <laughs> That's great. It's so good. Yeah. Um, and then uh, <laughs> the like uh, American flags, or sorry, abortions for all, abortions and- for none, abortions for some, tiny American flags for others. That's like still to this. That's twenty years later, still a hot button issue. They still in haven't the figured it out. Yeah. Um, I mean, neither have we. No, really. Men, most places haven't. Yeah. But we're a l- we're. I mean, like compare it to the bottom rung of a fucking country that's falling apart before your eyes yeah. is the United States. Canada 
kind of has its shit together on that one because it's federally. Yeah, it's all better. across the board. It's better than it has been, but it's still yeah. like such a debate when it shouldn't be. When it shouldn't be. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like there's still pro-life billboards and like all that all kind of over sh- this all, all that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah. So, and it it's deeply upsetting. Yeah, and but and like to that point, it is still a political stance as well. Like that's yeah. like a main often a main platform is what's the stance of this candidate on abortion. You know what I mean? Like it's it's that, it's like gay marriage, it's like there's there's certain things that like most people will be either yay or nay based on those alone. You know what I mean? Which is maddening. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd think these are just things that like yeah, no, we all agree this is the way society should be. <laughs> But that's what's dividing a well, lot of There's people the... who want to start a war over it. Totally, yeah. <laughs> like, they genuinely do. Yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking crazy. Um, and and then it's of all course... made just to get their money. Yes. They're, they're Disney bucks. <laughs> but of course, there's the end. Uh, I called them I, mouse bucks. I... Let's keep some continuity, <laughs> all right? All right? Sorry. Listen, I can call it a dollar and I can call it a loony. I can have two names for the same thing and we all know what they are. Fair. Thank you. <laughs> uh, the final line, though, don't blame me, I voted for Kodos, is also very apt with the way the political system works where people like hang on to what their vote was even if it wasn't the winning vote you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like i voted for blank so the thing that this party that i didn't vote in is doing is on everyone who voted for them you know and i don't necessarily disagree (laughs) not your crappy system yeah in the first place yeah but it's uh like you said it doesn't matter who these candidates are in this case nope they could replace them with and wouldn't it be kind of interesting if they they did replace bob dole and bill clinton with the two people every year that would be interesting. Yeah. Every cycle. Or every year, sorry. Yeah, every every election, every yeah. US election. They would only have to do it every four years. Yeah. Be kind of fun. Yeah. Expensive. <laughs> they, they would yeah, exp- and they would have to like change some jokes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it would be kind of interesting to see what they change all the jokes to each time, you know? And then we get a, a visual of uh, you know, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton walking down the street holding hands in Simpsons mode. That would be funny. <laughs> Who are we really kidding? exchanging long pro- long protein strings. <laughs> If you can think of a better way, I'd like to hear it. I would. Yeah. If you can think of a better way. Please write in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Reference desk. Yes, please. <clears throat> or like. What was that? Psycho theme. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> trying to think of a beep. The King and I is a musical. Fish Heads by Barnes and Barnes. We've already mentioned those. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hugo, of course, takes oh, yeah. his name from Victor Hugo, the, yeah. writer, the writer, and he has a hunchback. So, um, apparently, the plot of sewing Siamese twins back together is also the plot of a film called Basket Case. Oh, uh, my research says they didn't draw inspiration from that film, but it's but it is an interesting parallel. Yeah. Um, and then Frankenstein. Uh, there's just some like you know dead parts or yeah. reanimating things and yeah um then the twilight zone the little people that i mentioned earlier uh there's a book uh called battleground by stephen king i think was made into a movie or a tv or probably something. and yeah and uh that's like there's tiny tiny spaceships that attack a human mm-hmm. so that's kind of that 
but also Star- I liked that animation. That was fun. Now, the thing I read is that this is the first time they've used computers uh, to help with their animation. Mm. Now, I know they did Home Home Homer 3 or mm-hmm. whatever last year. Homer Cubed. Homer Cubed. Um, and that was all CG. So I'm wondering if they just mean this is still traditional animation, but... Integrating. Yeah, but yeah. using computers to help them draw Like it. they did in Aladdin. Right. And Lion King, I think. Uh, I don't know. But, oh, yeah. Lion King, the gazelle, or the um, uh, wildebeest stampede yeah. is computer animated. Yeah. But that's but that's different. Like, I think the, the, the spaceships are still hand-drawn. They just did it on a computer first to, like, get the reference yeah. points or whatever. Yeah. So, anyway. Uh, also, the kind of visuals are very Star Wars-esque. Very. Attacking the Death Star. Yeah. Um, and then the Transformers, uh, the look of the spaceships are, I guess, a Decepticon look didn't pick up on that at all well you know <laughs> citizen kane is a movie mm-hmm. uh we have phil hartman doing bill clinton which was of course a classic snl character that he did mm-hmm. so that's kind of a callback to that Pretty sure uh did. independence day the spaceship flying over the white house mm-hmm. uh 2001 a space odyssey the death of the candidates i guess is similar to a death in that movie you know that oh, totally is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dave, uh, how how nine thousand does that to yeah. some of the uh, crew members? Yeah, uh, the way they pull off the mask could be uh, Scooby Doo. And, oh yeah, yeah. And then um, Ross Perot, of is, course. Ross Perot. Is the, I mean, obviously, there's lots of like real life re- references with Bob Dole and all yeah. that, all that kind of stuff. But I think Ross Perot is the key one because I know when I saw it, I didn't know who that guy was. So he was a classic third party candidate uh, around that time. He was around for a couple of them. Yeah, he's dead now. Yep, died this year. <laughs> billionaire not anymore yeah <laughs> can't take it with you can't take it with you greg it's over it is it's all it, over it's done uh that was another treehouse of horror yeah and we're back we are back we're back for season eight and we're doing it and our next episode you only move twice it's gonna be great it's gonna be excellent <laughs> i know for a fact yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, have you ever seen a guy say goodbye to a shoe? <laughs> yes, once. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining us once again. We're back at it. We're going to be doing this all year. Maybe in London. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, thanks to Ryan for guesting again. He had to leave, but his presence is still felt. Mm-hmm. Um, and remember, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod, or just search for us, uh, Two Bad Neighbors of Simpsons Podcast, and you can email us at the Hammond District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. That's it, everybody. Thanks again to all of our listeners. Thanks especially to our Patreon subscribers. We thank you so much for supporting us and keeping our bandwidth costs down. And any final words, Greg? We love you very much. <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> never said that to me. Uh, so <laughs> you haven't even met these people. Anyway, uh, thanks so much, everybody, and keep watching the skis. <laughs>